Hello and welcome to the One Fit Woman podcast. I am your coach Aileen and today is episode four. Today's episode is actually specifically for the people that are in my new group coaching program. We have just got through the first week and I ha- and you have done your first week's check-ins or your self-assessment forms and I'm going to go through the questions now. I did actually record a 35-minute video which will not upload to the group so... I am doing the podcast. So I'm going to crack straight on with the questions. And the first question is, is it better or possible to do intermittent fasting to improve losing weight? Intermittent fasting in itself does not improve weight loss. It doesn't make it any faster. Intermittent fasting means that you would, if you were doing intermittent fasting, as an example, you started eating at 12 noon and you said that you would stop eating at 8 p.m., that means that you are just having a shorter or a smaller feeding window. The times you eat will not be over a 24 hour period or the hours that you're awake. You are choosing to have uh, consume food within a certain time, a certain time frame. So that means you just have a smaller feeding window, which in turn could mean that you might not eat breakfast because you don't start eating until 12 noon and you may miss a mid-morning snack. That might mean that you have less calories over the whole day. Because remember that in order to lose weight, we need to be in a negative energy balance, which means that we need to consume less energy or less food. So not eating until 12 might mean that that happens. Also, some people might stop eating at 8 p.m. as an example, because at 9 and 10 p.m., they often would go and into the kitchen and start snacking all evening. So it could also stop that. However, intermittent fasting, does not help you to lose weight any faster and it's not something that you need to do unless you really like to do that and it is of a benefit to you. Let's move on. I need help for snack ideas. So I did put in the group in the resources four snacks now because each week I've been putting two snacks in. So you have four snacks there and if you ate each one twice you would have enough snacks for a week. So there are snacks there. Um, you haven't sort of said specifically what type of snacks. Snacks don't have to be snacks. So people always think that a snack would be, as an example, a cookie or a biscuit or something small or something snacky. When in actual fact, when you're dieting, a snack could and probably is better to be a small meal. So it could be a quarter or a half of something that you would have for lunch, a small chicken salad or Um, one slice of toast with the tuna mayo on top or chicken. Um, Obviously, I I like Greek yogurt as a snack. Um, A bowl of cereal with Greek yogurt on top, lots of berries. A piece of fruit is a good snack as well. So if you need any more help, please write in the group specifically what sort of snacks you want and um, what types of food you're looking for or anything else. And I will get back to you again. We can get into more details if you give me more specifics. I'm going to move to the next question. Uh, So I also asked you for your wins for the week. Um, I've stuck with it and I've not felt hungry. I'm really inspired by the sample weekly meal plan and I'm loving the recipes and my husband's eating with me. Loving the food too. So thank you very much. Um, I know that the meal suggestions, example meal plans, might not be food that everybody likes. And this comes down to personal preference. 
Um, and that is why when you start working with a coach, wanting everybody wants a meal plan. Just tell me what to eat, I'll restrict everything and I'll do it. But in the long term, you won't do it because what I choose to put in my meal plan is going to be generally food most of the time that I consume now, that's what I like. A lot of people may also like that and a lot of people may not like that. You know, we're all from different places, different cultures, different food preferences. So that's why we don't give specific meal plans. We want you to use the tools that you've got, use MyFitnessPal and improve your current diet. So always consuming food that you like. Anyway, next, next part of this. How do I reach my daily protein goal without going over my fat target? I know fish, chicken and Greek yogurt are great, but I cannot stomach a whole cup of Greek yogurt at a time. So I'm more drawn to nuts, avocado, etc. But they are so high in fat. Any other food suggestions? Thanks. So this might sound obvious, but consuming less fat and eating more protein is how you're going to hit your protein target and not eat as much fat. So although you like avocados and nuts, I personally don't feel that nuts and nut butters are a good food for dieting because they are very calorie dense. A small amount contains a lot of calories. Whereas when we're dieting, we want to consume them for the most part nutrient dense food where it's less calories for a large amount okay so but what you can do with this is in order to consume more protein you need to eat more right so if you're going to have 100 grams of chicken for dinner half an avocado i don't know and some rice have 150 grams of chicken going to bump you up straight away and have a quarter of an avocado mash that avocado up put it with onion put it with coriander put it with uh, cherry tomatoes and make it into a chunky guac and then that quarter of an avocado will seem like a lot more um, and as for the nuts eating nuts as a snack again I'm, I'm going to say I don't recommend it however if you do like the taste of nuts we all do they're nice and salty and we you know, you can overconsume them quite easy because they're so tasty. Crush the nuts up. So measure out your portion, maybe 25 grams, and, and, and crush it up and sprinkle it into a salad. Sprinkle it onto your oats on your breakfast. Just so that you can still eat nuts but not overconsume them. Um, Greek yogurt, fish and chicken. So yeah, as I just said, there are only a certain amount of foods that contain protein, so we just need to eat more of those. If you... If, if you just even increase by 25 grams in each meal of what you're having, you'll bump up the amount. Also, having protein in every meal will help you to get your target by the end of the day. Um, and then if you really can't get it and you've got 150 calories to spare, you could have a protein shake, which usually have around 25 grams of protein. But with a protein shake, just having it with water might not taste very nice. So you might want to have a quarter cup of milk, some ice. Banana, obviously, for a whole banana is 100 calories. Just depends what your allowance is, what you've got. Or just putting some berries in there. Um, or very often, a chocolate protein with uh, milk and ice is, is nice. Okay, so I'm going to go on to the next question. How can I have my protein target? So I'm guessing that's how can I get my protein target? I've just gone through that now, so I think that I'll move on to the next question. 
I'm happy to be back on my fitness pal. It's helped me track previously, made me realize how much I need to change in my diet in order to see results. My fitness pal, tracking your calories, is going to highlight the areas that you need to improve. And that's why it's really important. Because once you highlight that when you, I'll give this an example, you have 200 grams of nuts and it's 300 calories, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, okay, so 300 calories, I could have toast, I could have eggs, I could have like a full breakfast. Um, and it just highlights that. And once you know that, that's with you forever. That's something you've learned. So it's really beneficial for you in the long term to start to learn the calorie amounts in different foods you're consuming. Um, how, next part, how to successfully create a meal plan and stick to it. And I actually have already sort of gone over this in the beginning when I was talking about the meal plans that I have created that are pretty much foods that I like to consume. Um, and in order for you to stick to it, you should make a meal plan based around food you wanna eat, food you're eating now, things that you like. Don't, when people start a diet, they start looking out outside thinking like, that's a diet food, that's a diet food. So they'll have like a salad that's like a piece of lettuce and a piece of tomato, no dressing, and then a, raw, a, raw, a plain chicken breast. I mean, it's kind of boring, but what you can do is if there are, if you like to eat lasagna, great, have lasagna, but have it with a side of broccoli. If you like to have a curry, okay, have a curry, but have it with a side of green beans, have your rice there. Improve what you're eating now by adding vegetables to the foods that you love. You will create volume, you'll feel full, whilst having a little bit less of those main parts that are more calorific, the lasagna, the bolognese, these sorts of things. So... I have written also in the resources or the files in the Facebook group, um, a file on meal planning. I don't think it's a very long one. So have a little look there for some tips. And if you still need help more specifically as to why you, like, what are you struggling to stick with? Have you written a plan? Write it in the Facebook group and I will um, talk to you more about it. This person has two questions. They're both very good. I'm not sweating as much as I feel I should be. Is sweating key in seeing results? Well, um, when we sweat or perspire, that is our body signaling to cool down. We're perspiring to cool ourselves off. So often when we'll do cardio, our heart rate increases, our temperature increases and we sweat. When we're lifting weights, this can also happen. When the workout is becoming more intense, that might be by the amount of repetitions you'll sweat more from 10 to 20 um, and by the amount of weight that you're lifting. So maybe in the beginning, if you're doing 10 or 12 reps with a very light weight or body weight, you might not get a major sweat on. Also, some people sweat more than others. You see it in the gym, there's one guy around the spin bike and the, it, the whole floor is soaking wet and then I'll be there and there's not, not much sweat coming off. I'm not a big, <laughs> not a big perspirer. So another thing I will say, which I heard someone say really long years ago, was you can be sitting on a sun lounger by the pool, eating an ice cream and absolutely sweating and sweating and sweating. Are you losing weight? Are you burning calories? No, you're not. That's not a, a workout. So sweating is not key in seeing results. Next. Again, just talking about the protein goal. I think I've covered that. Protein powders, what to look for. Protein powders are just 
adding protein to your diet. There's no magic, they don't make you bulk up, they don't make you slim down. They just add 25 grams of protein to your diet. If people can't consume those calories in food, then a protein shake can be a good idea. Also, if you're vegetarian or vegan, again, that can be a good idea. Um, there's lots of different proteins out there. Choose a flavor that you like. I buy gold standard. I'm thinking to try my protein. It's a UAE website that they have, my protein. I haven't tried it yet, but they've got lots of vegetarian and vegan uh, options as well. In the, they also have the bars, and I keep seeing people posting about eating the, the bars from my protein, the, the protein bars, and saying that they're yummy, because often these things aren't. They have cookies and other things like that. So you might like to try and order something from somewhere like that. But I usually buy the, the way that's the best priced and gold standard is it. I like the chocolate flavor. I get it. I get the large tub. Um, yeah. So, and with that protein powder, I will occasionally have a shake. If I do have it, I will have it mixed with oats. Um, so I, I put the oat, measure out my oats. I pour hot water on it. And then I add the protein. If you add the protein before you add the hot water, it will go all curdly and lumpy and horrid. Um, and that is really the only way that I eat it. And also another thing I just wanted to add at the end is if a, a protein shake could be potentially 150 calories just for the protein, I would rather eat 150 calories. So that's why I don't drink them too much. And occasionally if I'm in a rush, I'll have it with the oats for breakfast. Uh, next question. If I love this question. If I reach 100 grams of protein and I still have calories to consume, may I have a small piece of black chocolate at night? Yes, 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 yes. So if you meet your 100 gram protein target, you can have more protein than that. That's just the target and it's a minimum target. Um, and then, as I've said previously, once you hit your protein target, all the calories that are left can be divided between carbohydrates and fats. It is completely personal preference if you have more carbohydrates or more fats, whatever you prefer. So the person with the, that likes nuts and avocados before, they might have more of that, but less carbohydrates. Um, the ratio of carbohydrates and fats, once you hit protein target and us in, within your calories, doesn't have any bearing on weight loss. Um, I know everybody thinks that carbohydrates, when you cut them out, you the carbohydrates make you gain fat when people re remove carbohydrates from their diet they're removing a whole macronutrient they're reducing their calories overall there's no magic in not having carbohydrates when they reintroduce them they gain the weight back and sometimes more because they've been res uh, restricted deprived of a food that they love so try and make it work fit in your carbs and fit in your chocolate if you want to have it can you remind us how often we should take photos and, and weigh. So for the scale weight, I recommend you weigh yourself every single day. Quickly pop it in the app. You wake up, go in the bathroom, jump on the scale, no stress, pop it in the app, done. Because on Sunday I weigh 70 kilos, on Saturday I weigh 72. Oh my God, I've gained two kilos, I'm so stressed, this is frustrating, it's not working for me, I wanna stop, this isn't, nothing works for me. But Two kilos could be, you could have done everything right and your weight could have come down, but your result is being masked because on the seventh day, when you had to do your check-in and send over your weight, or your weight, you started your cycle. You were super hydrated. 
you needed to go to the bathroom. You didn't sleep very well. You had more carbohydrates the day before, which actually um, help us to which retain more water in the body. So if you weigh yourself every day, then you can send over your lowest weight for the week, or you can look at the weight for each day and get an average. And you may find that if you had weighed every day, you would have been 70 on Sunday, 69.5 on Monday. Tuesday, you would have been 71. Wednesday, you might have gone back down to like 69.2. So you see it goes up and down every day. Our weight fluctuates day in, day out. So Weighing every day if you can. If you really hate, hate, hate and don't want to do it, don't do it. But do not opt to do it once a week if you don't want to do that because it won't give you the real picture. Understanding the fluctuations in this will help to relieve that stress, that frustration, and you'll see patterns in how you lose weight. Um, photos, I said to do them every two weeks. We don't need to do them every week. And then, yeah, this lady also said in the past weighing myself too often was not a healthy habit for me but if she's doing it once a week then that the reason why she probably felt disappointed or frustrated or upset when she weighed once a week is because as I just explained it doesn't give you the whole picture next wins for the week a lot more focused on what's going in my mouth brilliant um, please add a question currently doing 10,000 steps six times a day I guess more motivation to get 11,000 steps a day how to commit extra time to uh, for workouts well, obviously the steps, I like to try and be super smart about it. So in the daytime, I try to move around more when I'm at home. Um, and when I go to the gym, I also carry my phone. I don't have a smartwatch in between every set and I do a lap of the gym. I think I look, I don't know, a little bit crazy doing that. But anyway, I, I do a little walk and then I come back and do the next exercise. So that's one thing. Every time you eat, if you're at home or in the office, go for a walk. And then you'll get your steps in without having to do an additional walk. And then you'll free up more time for your workouts. It just depends on your schedule. Um, obviously, doing the workouts is going to be more beneficial to working towards your goals. So if you can try to think about the time that you spend in the morning or in the evening and what you're doing with that time. I know everybody wants to have time to relax, but could you have half an hour uh, to do the workout if you're doing it at home? And could you have longer if you're going to the gym? Also, the workouts there are something to work towards. So I, I've read through the questions. I've seen a few people have asked about the workouts. So the workout set, say it says Sunday workout one, that all of that is for Sunday. That's for that day. However, if you are new to exercise, if you have injuries, if you have run out of time on that day and make sure you have run out of time, you're not just like, okay, I'm done. I've done half an hour. Like if you have time, do it all or try to do as much as you can. You work through all of the exercises. They're, they're, they're all, majority of them are supersets, which means that there's one exercise followed by another exercise. Then you repeat the first exercise and the second exercise. Then, then I have recommended that you do it from two sets to three sets and then moving forward, maybe they'll go to four sets and the workouts will change. If you don't have time or you have an injury or whatever it is, you can do superset one, one exercise, two exercises. Superset two, the next exercise, the next one. Superset three, the next one, the next one. And just do one of everything. Then maybe your next session, you might try to improve. Um, yeah, so that, that could uh, enable you to um, do the exercise, but obviously, committing to extra time for the exercises you just need to check your schedule and, and, and see where you can free up something from another activity um, 
Measuring food is difficult. That is my biggest challenge. Yes, in the beginning, measuring food can be difficult, but just if you think about it, if, you're, if you ever make or bake a cake, you don't think twice about getting the scale out to measure the ingredients. You just do it because you know that if you don't do that, then you're not gonna get the result that you want. And it's the same with this. I have my scale on the side in the kitchen. Instead of putting my plate on the kitchen surface, I put it on the scale, I turn it on, and then I just start loading up my, my ingredients there. So just getting used to it. If you're gonna have rice, you just take out your 100 or 110 grams, whatever it is, and just pop that on. You cut up your chicken, you put that on. Just start doing it. I promise you, it will become like second nature. It will get so much easier. Um, and it will help you to understand portion sizes. Next. Um, okay, just talking about protein again. Also said I have noticed some acne on my face since last week. So we've only been doing this for a week. Um, I don't think that a week would... I, I, I've never had any clients on um, a weight loss program with me that have got acne. So I don't think that that's the reason. Perhaps um, maybe it's something to do with Ramadan, your meal timings, your food choices, you know, making sure that you're having lots of water, lots of veggies, your protein, and trying to um, not overconsume on those high fat foods, oils, nuts, avocados, because these things can sometimes um, maybe play with our skin a little bit. So yeah, I don't think at all that you would have got acne in one week from this. Um, okay. Ah, okay. This question. So I'll read the question out from one lady that's obviously having a difficult time. Remember everybody, this is week one. We don't expect it to be perfect. There are a lot of different things that we're doing that can seem overwhelming, but they will all get easier. I will say this, when you're struggling with something, the very moment you're like, I can't do that or I don't understand this, write in the Facebook group, tag me, let me help you at that time. Don't let seven days go by, not sure what you're doing, maybe not doing anything and feeling frustrated like it's not for you perhaps or you're, you're not gonna be able to do it. What, uh, very often people can't see, number one, the things that they've done well, can only see where they're not doing things well and can't see a way around doing something. Um, and then if you, if you let me know what you're struggling with, usually as soon as somebody says it, I can always see a path, um, a way around the obstacle whether that is just explaining how something works, breaking it down, giving you small bite-sized chunks, saying, start with this, just do that, okay? So don't let time go by um, without reaching out, okay? So there, I feel like there's a bunch of things to do. There is a bunch of things to do. It's really complicated. There's a Facebook group. I'm gonna go through each one of these as I say it. Yes, there's a Facebook group. That Facebook group is you, for you to ask questions, to communicate, to get support from other people, to post what you're doing. Um, next, surveys. I'm not sure what this means about surveys. There was one where I asked you what time you would like me to do a live so that we could uh, communicate and talk and I could go through some more things to get you started. I don't ask any surveys. Documents for reading. Yes, I have created, it took me a very, very long time to create a resource library for you, some files in the group. If you're in bed in the evening and you there's something that you're not sure about, have a look. Is it, is it planning? Someone else mentioned that. Learn about energy balance, how your calorie uh, intake and outtake works. 
all of these documents are just to help you learn more about the food that you're consuming. It's only going to make everything easier and make you better. You don't have to sit and read all of these things because you can just ask me the questions of the things that you don't know. But if you do have time, please check out the resource library. Two apps to check in. Yes, we have MyFitnessPal. That's how you're going to record your food. And we have Everfit app, which is going to show you your workouts and a place where you can keep your progress in one handy little place so that when you, um, if you don't record your pro progress, then we won't know how this program is working for you. So they're both important things. Um, you really need to be self-motivated. Obviously, motivation comes from action, okay? There's no way we can just sit around and be like, oh, I really wish, I'm gonna do this, but I just don't feel motivated. I'm doing something when we don't wanna do it makes us feel good about ourselves because we've achieved something that we wanted to, that we were struggling to start. Just starting something will make you feel just so much better. But unfortunately, I can't motivate anyone. Um, that's something that you have to do yourself by taking action. Um, I will just say, I did go back and check the email that I sent, which had all of the details about what was involved. And it was really clear in the email and also in the consultation form, the things that were gonna be happening throughout this. So just go back and have another little look at that. They're all things that were, you know, you, you, you were happy to do at that time. And I know that you're obviously having a difficult time with this or you wouldn't have written all of this. Um, but please just reach out, I'm here to help. Next, uh, same, same question. Would like to do a weekly call. I'm not going to do a weekly call. Um, I did do the live before and, um, a number of people said they would join and then a number of people didn't join. So let's just try to get you started if you haven't already. Please reach out this person and please ask me questions and, and let's get everything going. Whatever it is, I'm sure that I'll be able to help you with. Um, I'm not going to read that part. Um, okay, I will. It's just saying highlight top winners of the week and bring in some tough challenges. This is not a challenge, okay? We're, it's group coaching, but it's not a challenge. You're not coming up against each other. You're doing this on your own in, in, um, together, if that makes sense. So I don't want to, I, I wouldn't say as a challenge, because what if you're having a bad week and you don't do all of the things and then you feel like you're comparing yourself to someone else that may have a little bit more nutrition information, may have been working out longer than you, may have more weight to lose than you, so they might lose a little bit more. So um, in that respect, I don't want to do that. Um, I'm sure people will drop out if they don't stay connected. Yes, if people will drop out if they don't feel connected. So please connect with me. I don't know, and obviously I know some of the things that you're having trouble with from the self-assessment, but at the time that you're having them, reach out. The way that we can stay connected in the group is to post a picture, say when you're struggling, say when you're doing well, you know, share things and start conversation, um, start talking to me and start sharing stuff and, and keep yourself connected with me. Um, I, I keep saying it, um, please just ask me any questions. I'm, I'm here to help you. Yeah, so there we go. That's that question. Let's move on. Number 12. This person said been sticking to 1500 calories, which wasn't the calorie amount that I gave to this person. It's better if... I do not recommend that anybody adjust their own calories without talking to me first. There is a reason that everybody has been set the calories that they have been set. If I set your calories too low, yes, you might lose weight faster, but will you be able to get to grips with the program? Will you be able to do that consistently over time? 
if I set your calories to 1300 as an example, quite low, most people wouldn't be able to do that for more than a day or two. And with all of the weighing and measuring and tracking, you probably would be inaccurate and it wouldn't work because you wouldn't be able to do it for long enough. Please stick to the calories I've told you. Get used to understanding how to lose weight, how to track, how to measure. And with more calories, these things are all much easier. And then should you go through three weeks where nothing has changed, nothing at all. You've weighed every day, you have done your steps, you've done your exercise, you've hit your targets, you've hit your protein target and nothing has changed, then we could look at reducing your calories. But until then, just try to um, stick to all of the process goals, the things you need to do each day um, and don't change your calories. How could the exercise be made easier to fit into a very busy schedule? So obviously, as I said already, just doing one of everything, doing two of everything, just doing what you can. Is it best to exercise fasted? No, the answer is that. Um, if you get up and you train really early in the morning, you can't stomach any food, okay, go. But there's no benefit to exercising fasted. I think some people feel that if they do exercise fasted, it will help them to burn fat. Um, when we burn fat, we're not burning body fat. We might be utilizing fat from our diet if we haven't eaten carbohydrates. But fat from our diet and body fat are two different things, so I think it's important to know that. Um, if you exercise fasted, maybe it means you won't have breakfast and you'll eat later in the day, a little bit like that intermittent fasting, you'll just eat less calories overall. But no, there's no benefit to exercising fasted. And also if you're doing resistance training, you wanna, have, you wanna go in with full power, as much energy as you can to get the most out of your workout. If you're in a fasted state, then that might not be possible. This person tracks properly for most days. Very good, getting there. Um, how to stop yourself mid-binge? I'm not an expert on binge eating, um, and I did reach out to this lady and send her something that I thought she might find helpful. I think I've not been a binge eater myself, but I do know that once you start eating something and it's kind of yummy and there's a lot of it there, it can be difficult to stop mid-binge. What you can do is try to prevent the binge in the beginning, and I do know that the recommendations for people with binge eating are to plan your meals, have a plan, but also to plan the times that you will eat. And the last one is to not be restrictive. So very often the binge eating cycle is binge, restrict, binge, restrict. So this, if, if you are the sort of person that's had a binge, try to put it behind you and say tomorrow, I've planned my food, I'm gonna eat at this time, this time, and this time. I'm not gonna restrict myself and say, oh, I binged yesterday, I feel terrible, I feel guilty, I feel really embarrassed and ashamed of myself, so I must claw that back by having food that I don't enjoy, and then binging because you've restricted all day. Don't do the binge restrict. Just try to plan, meal, plan, plan food, plan meal timings, don't be restrictive. Um, and if you need any more help with that, I can point you in the direction, again, of some more resources. So reach out to me privately or on the Facebook group. No questions for now. Um, how can I increase my protein? We did that. And there we are. I wanted to just go over another question that I saw. Um, I haven't drank any Coca-Cola. I used to drink. I, I, I used to drink every day one tin. 
why would you not have Coca-Cola? A can of Coca-Cola, I'm not sure how many calories is in it. I think a regular Coke is like 60 calories or something like that. Coke Zero, Sprite Zero, these sorts of things. Having one a day is fine. Do not restrict the things that you like. I love to have a can of Coke Zero in the evening with my food, especially if I'm looking to reduce my calories. It just feels like a little treat and it just washes down with the dinner so well. I would never stop having a can of Coke. There's no harm in having a can of Coke one or two a day, even a push three. But just be mindful of the types of drinks that you're having and the calories. I had somebody I was working with before and she sent me a message saying I've been at the beach all day and I decided to put my drinks in and they were 1,270 calories. She'd had a couple Capri Suns, some mango thing, um, like a mango drink from Waitrose. They're about 300 calories. They look like a little packet of juice. They're just very high in calories, lots of sugar increasing the calories there. Um, and other things, Vimto's and all of these things, Iron Brews. So just watch the drinks you're having. But if they're Coke Zero, as an example, there's no calories there, so you can have them. I think that is everything. Thank you very much. I hope you managed to listen. Um, and please reach out with any questions. Have a fabulous day, and I'll speak to you all soon. <laughs>